0: Hello and welcome to the Ladies Best Life podcast. Today on episode 111, we're talking about communication. I, for years, kind of disregarded communication. I was like, well, I know how to talk, so I don't need to learn to communicate. And it's only been really through my years as a coach that I've actually started to explore it. And I've leaned on and worked with some of the in my opinion, best communicators in the world, one of them being Kathy McDonald. She is a hostage negotiator, and she actually came in to do a talk to us inside the coaching club about communication and the art of it, and it's absolutely blown me away. Now, as I've started to delve into the final months of this year, what I've realised is communication breakdowns are pretty fucking big. And why I think that is, is as we approach silly season, chaos of Christmas, the chaos of this time of year, you know, it's like one thing after another. We've got Halloween parties and we've got bonfire night. Then it's like, fuck, I need to go buy some presents. And then it's like, shit, it's Christmas parties. That's absolutely everything. And then it's Christmas. Then it's Boxing Day. Then it's New Year. Then it's like, I'm tired now. And it's January. It's wet. It's the longest month ever. And oh my God, everyone's telling me I need to be fit and thin and feeling fucking fabulous. (laughs) Okay, so when we've got that pressure of life that was a right tangent wasn't it <laughs> when we've got the pressure of life communication can break down it's the same as like you are who you are when the juice is when you're being squeezed right that's the juice that comes out and i believe this is the case with communication like people can preach they're fucking incredible at communication but you put them in a conflict zone and they're not so great so and this is what i kind of what like a similar thing of what i say to coaching club girls i'm like i say it quite brutally i don't care how good you are or how ace you feel when things are good. I care about your behaviors when things are shit and how you nurture yourself, how you show up for yourself. And actually, that's been a game changer to help them to understand that we are not in the coaching club all about like, oh, look at me when I'm flying and everything's fucking great. Like someone's come and celebrate me. We absolutely do do that. But it's actually like, we um, normalize struggle a lot inside coaching clubs. So we normalize being poorly, we normalize arguments, we normalize you know, um, stressful situations in work, we normalize the shit because that is the reality of life. What that then does is it helps them to understand that these kind of um, harder situations are often where we will self-sabotage or maybe go into unhelpful coping strategies that we then, then therefore need to overcome. So that's what we're doing here. I'm gonna help you to understand a little bit more about that today, a little bit more about communication because communication, if you've got it, think about with your partner, with your boss, with a friend, like if communication is great and you're able to say what you think but deliver it in a really nice way, you're able to voice your true feelings, you're able to understand someone else, you're able to listen, it can be the most beautiful and enriching feeling okay even in moments of conflict or disagreement if you are communicating properly it doesn't need to be fucking horrible and so you can see like some relationships or I'm talking about relationships across the board whether it be partner boss or whoever right you see some relationships that are fucking amazing there's an understanding there and it really gels them together. And then you see others where you can see so much opportunity and potential, but because of their communication skills, it's awful. And it's like, it just completely tanks both people in regards to energy, self-belief, trust in each other. There are so many ways that poor communication can impact us. So we're gonna delve into that. So what do you believe, first of all, bad listening skills are or poor listening skills are it'd be good to know that what do you believe they are I think about it imagine we were having a chat right now and you're talking to me about something that means a lot to you how would I demonstrate bad listening it would be things probably like on my phone whilst you're talking to me so note that when you're next having food with someone me and my girls we have a rule that you do not fucking be on your phone at the table and if ever we do because <laughs> it started because I was on my phone once right uh I was freshly dating this guy really excited and I'd had a beer and I was like not actually a beer I'd had a Kia Royale obviously and um he was messaging me and I was like dice text happy and the girl was like Sasha put your fucking phone away and I was like felt like a kid that had been told off but actually fair point right and then uh, we've had it recently where it actually happened to someone else so i was like um you know this rule that we've got around no phones what's this <laughs> so you can like have relationships around you where you can communicate like that it's super important but anyway back to it so being on your phone uh just going hmm, mm-hmm, or uh button in is another thing um it could be being defensive it could be just really not listening not paying attention Just like, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. And then if they were to ask you to say it back, you'd be like, fuck knows. (laughs) I was thinking about Christmas, mate. So think about that. What do you classify as not being hurt? Because that's one side of it, right? But what about being a poor communicator in regards to how you speak? Could it be blame? Pointing the finger? And literally being like, not taking any responsibility and something that I absolutely love is when you are pointing your finger at someone else you've got three fingers pointing back at you there is always 50 50 okay always 50 50 responsibility now there are some circumstances like abuse and stuff like that where that is not the case okay but in the majority of situations whether it be just an argument or a disagreement we both have to take responsibility in it so it could be, like I said, it could be blaming, it could be not listening. Another thing actually is defending. When in a tricky situation, we can try and defend almost like the opinion they have of us or the opinion we have of ourselves. We defend ourselves. And that is like being backfoot mentality. So instead of being like, you know what, they formed this opinion of me and that's absolutely fine. And I'm not here to change their mind, I'm just here to hold space to listen. That actually comes from having a good, strong relationship with yourself, from backing yourself, believing in yourself, and knowing that people are gonna, some people are just not gonna like you, and that's okay. I have it, plenty of people, especially the more that my social media has grown, the more hate you get, and that's okay. Because I can't change people's minds, and neither would I want to. The people who back me, the people who trust me, the people who believe in me, would never believe the things that they believe, and that's okay. So defending is another one. Are you listening to defend? And then finally, not taking responsibility, like I said earlier. So, you know, um, pointing the finger, blaming, but also not taking responsibility for any of it. So literally, you know, saying the word sorry, but not actually being sorry, not actually going, right, okay, I fully understand your point. I completely can see how you feel, um, and I hear you. I hear you, and I'm listening to you. There are different stages of listening. I'm not gonna go into it today, but you've, you basically like, people can sometimes say they're listening, but they're not actually absorbing the information. And that's where you need to work on as a team, the connection that you guys have got and go, right, I find it really hard when you are, when I think you're not listening to me. So please, can we work on that together as a team? It will be a game changer. It's not always gonna be easy because let's face it, like another thing that we're not taught at school and the list keeps getting bigger in my mind of why the fuck wasn't I taught this in school? What, like I really wish at school they taught me about emotional resilience and emotional you know, intelligence. Like for me to understand my emotions, to be able to regulate them, to be like, right, I feel angry, what do I want to do? I want to punch a punch bag, not a person. Uh, or I feel sad and that makes me want to eat. But actually if I express it through drawing, that's going to help me. You know, imagine if they taught us that at school and this is actually an exciting kind of project that um, one of my clients is working on right now is to maybe look at making an alternative to school uh, where you actually learn like skills for life instead of just being put in a box and told to either fit in or fuck off which is like the majority of schools and that's no that's no um blame to any teachers you have a structure that you need to follow but I just see a lot of the time children maybe with ADHD or whatever it could potentially be just the, the lack of desire to learn geography history and all that sort of stuff and actually. It's unfair, I believe, that throughout the first, how many years of life is it? 10 years of life, we are forced to learn something we don't want to learn. But anyway, I digress. So we're not taught to communicate at school. We're not taught how to listen. We're just told to listen, and we're, we're kind of like taught at. So can you understand, and maybe like we've learned it from parents as well, or parental figures, that actually our listening skills is not our fault, but it is our responsibility to change it. It's not our fault, but it is our responsibility to change it. And that is the case for a lot of different things in life. So for me, for example, my lack of patience, it's not my fault, but it's up to me to change that. And anything else that I wanna work on, like my, um, what could I share with you? I suppose like at, at times, like, well, the self-worth that I've had to work on over the past two years with my therapist, it's not my fault, I have low self-worth, it's abandonment due to my dad, thank you lad, but it's my responsibility to change it. I'm not just going to go through my life like, yeah, I feel shit and I, I I, can sometimes get really scared in relationships and I'm not like, you know, there are certain things that play out because of low self-worth, therefore like you all just need to accept it. It's my responsibility to make those changes. It's my responsibility to shift that around a little bit. So even though we're not taught to communicate at school, if you're finding that the lack of communication is having your pants down, it's your responsibility to change it. And please note, this can be fucking hard if you don't have a the other person who you're communicating with is willing or able to. So for example, children. <laughs> It's not the easiest thing because you're trying to communicate in a way that helps them to understand. Sometimes they're not ready to understand. But instead of just kind of like putting your words onto them, we can try and explain. We can ask them how we feel. We can trust their knowledge and their mindset, I suppose, in some circumstances, not all, to explore and to vent how they're feeling as well and to give us their side of the coin. So hopefully you can understand now that when we are not communicating as well as we could be, it can massively break down relationships. Because none of us like to not be heard. You know, we've all got that person in our life and as, yeah, one person who stands out in particular way, you talk to them and they're just talking to respond. And then it's all about them. So you could be telling them, like they've asked you how you are and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not just gonna be British and be like, yeah, I'm great. You're gonna be like, yeah, I'm actually feeling quite hard. Like, it, things are quite hard right now. I've got cold and this and they be like, yeah, well, I remember in 1993 when I had this cold and it was bloody horrendous and you know, blah, blah. and it's like, fucking hell, like, <laughs> did you even hear me? We all know what it's like to be on the receiving end of that. But are you also delivering that to other people? We're gonna delve into it today. So, I've got some steps now that I want to share with you that might help you to communicate better. I would highly recommend you go and follow Kathy McDonald because she's an absolute legend. And some of these things I've learned from her. In communication, deliver what I call the I message and what Kathy calls the I message. So, instead of being like, you've left your boxes on the floor and that fucking pisses me off, right? <laughs> you could be like, I find it really tricky when your boxes are left on the floor all the time because I feel like there's an expectation that I need to pick them up and I already have enough on my plate. So how can we overcome this? Instead of pointing the finger, you're pulling it back into yourself of how it makes you feel. So you deliver the I message and I don't mean like send them an I message. (laughs) I mean like the I message in regards to shift the kind of um, the person that you're putting into the frame. I find it really hard when and you're not pointing the finger, you're not blaming. You're not blaming them for how it makes you feel either. You're saying the situation makes you feel like that. That's what we often see is that people will be like, ah, like when you come home feeling like this, it makes me feel. No one else can make you feel anything. And I know that's fucking hard to absorb because you are gonna have times where maybe there's an argument or you're going through a heavy patch with your partner and you will feel shit but it's not their fault. You are still choosing to feel shit in that moment. And it's not that you're not like, we are not kind of like supporting toxic positivity here. We do have to feel and are allowed to feel shit sometimes and that's okay. It's really important that we allow ourselves to feel. It's really important that we speak how we truly feel. But then we have a choice whether we wanna continue to live there or move on from it and accept it. So deliver the I message is the first point I want you to write down. When you're listening, point number two, try not to be defensive. And if you feel that element of defense coming up, you can ask yourself why. And if you feel like, so they're say, they may not be delivering the I message to you, for example, okay? And if that's the case, they don't have the communication skills that you now have, and that's okay. It's not to belittle them, it's not to um, tear them down and tell them what they don't know. When you are through this current tricky patch, you can then go to them and be like, oh, I learned this cool thing on a podcast last week. It's about the I message. And I want us, uh, would you mind if we could practise that together? You know, so instead of pointing the finger and blaming, we hold the responsibility ourselves and bring it to each other in a much kind of less explosive manner. So the second point is try not to be defensive, okay? so. When someone is coming to you and they're not delivering the I message, they're pointing the finger and blaming, the first thing you're gonna wanna do is defend yourself. But instead of being defensive, this is kind of point three, but it fits really nicely into point two is, seek to understand before being understood. Seek to understand before being understood. So they're telling you how you're X, Y, Z, right? Instead of being like, fuck, defend myself, I'm not that, I'm definitely not that, I always listen, I'm always this, I'm always that. Go, right, can I understand where they're coming from? You don't have to agree, but it's understanding. Okay, so when I do that, it makes him, her feel scared. When I did that, she felt like this. She currently feels like this. So you're literally for a second, you're gonna kind of float up out your body and you're gonna slot yourself into their shoes. And then you can understand and then you go into the next phase of the conversation which is what i'm hearing is that you're currently feeling da, da 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 would you agree with that and then if they're like no be like okay so can you just tell me how you're actually feeling because i understand what you're saying and problem 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 it's really good to repeat what they've said to you i completely understand that but I'd just love to understand a little bit more about how that makes you feel if that's okay with you. And obviously it's not always gonna be plain sailing, okay? Conversations aren't, conflict isn't, but it can be a good thing to start to explore. The next point is, if for example, you're in a tricky patch where you and your partner, you and a friend, you know, you're fucking meant to be besties for life. You're meant to be, you know, together for life or whatever. Can you make this a joint mission? Can you do this together? So rather than it being like, you're gonna go on this journey and they're gonna hopefully come along for the ride. Can you sit down and be like, listen to this podcast and it's about communication. I don't know what you think and maybe you should give it a listen, but do you think this could be what's getting in our way? If you don't have agreement, you cannot force other people to change. You can't, we cannot change other people no matter what. All we can do is be the lighthouse. So you have a choice here. If they're not on board, You can continue to be acting out of the defensiveness. You can be, um, um, defending yourself as the same, not listening, blaming, all the things that kind of don't create the best communication. You can continue doing that because, well, fuck it, they're not gonna do it anyway. Or you can commit to it and go, right, this is not gonna be easy because it's gonna feel like I'm doing all the hard work, but what's the alternative? Just stay in that pattern myself, which is making each other just as bad as each other, or you become the lighthouse. You become the person who delivers the eye message, the person who listens, the person who seeks to understand. And hopefully (laughs) we can influence change that way because we can't directly tell people to change or force people to change, but we can influence change. So that's what I think is the kind of, so point number four was to both be on the journey, but if they're not, if someone else isn't on the journey with you, you can still be the change yourself. You can still go through it yourself. Point number five is you need capacity to be a good listener. You can't be a good listener when you're fucked, when you're tired, when you're stressed. So this is where with Coaching Club, we really focus on getting you to be your best, to have energy, to have clarity, to nourish yourself so you feel healthy. And just take that into consideration for a second because if you're rushing around like a blue-ass fly, you're like an angry wasp all the time, you're knackered, you're frustrated, you're overweight, you feel like crap, your listening skills are going to be probably not there because listen to the word, is a skill. So do you need to spend a little bit more time working on yourself, which there are multiple uh, episodes from this podcast that you can go back to and listen to, to help yourself to be a better version of you so that you have the capacity to work on yourself? So just consider that as point number five. And then the final point on this is, don't try and win. Winning an argument is not good for anybody. And it's not like you don't get a fucking trophy. And in fact, it usually creates more of a disconnect. Be a team as much as you can. Seek to understand, don't be defensive, don't try and win. See it as you are on a journey together, whoever it is in your world, And yes, you can get your point across. You don't always have to understand their points. They don't always have to understand yours, but you never actually win. So you know when it's our ego, by the way. So when we're in a situation and where we are trying to win, it's our ego going to defend yourself, you need to win. In order for you to be safe, you need to win. But you absolutely don't. There's nothing to win. The The win is you collaborating together and getting through it as a team and noticing that you are actually communicating better than you ever have before. So they're your points. I hope today's been informative. It's a bit less about kind of weight loss and getting fit and all those wonderful things, more about something that's slightly outside of that. Because this is what we do inside Coaching Club. It's not just about, you know, lose weight, get fit, look strong, blah, blah, blah. It's about improving your whole life. And communication, Think about what are the bad things that can come off poor communication. It can lead to binge drinking, binge eating. It can lead to poor behaviours that don't make you feel too good. So I hope it helps. I hope it's useful. And I'd love to hear from you. I would absolutely love to hear from you to hear whether you found it useful or not. So hit me up on my inbox and I will speak to you very soon.